All right. Well, welcome back, Vault Dwellers. We are once again here. I know for most of you, like only a week has passed. Just last uh, last week, you listened to an episode of Only Murder Hobos in the Building, and everything is normal. However, for us, it's been a little different. We have actually had a uh, a little time gap here, uh, unplanned, but we've had a little time between when we last recorded and this one more than we intended, which is okay, but we're we're happy to be back. It's fun to, to be here, but uh, it's also kind of interesting if you have that long uh, time period of having to come back and remember what did we do what were the voices like um does anybody remember uh how many hero points we have things like that and we're kind of uh, we had this an extended conversation about that before we hopped on mike because we kind of forgot it all richard i i don't think that it is uh we all recall having full hit points and maximum hero points no terrified yeah. conditions and uh, all our spells and stuff yeah i believe your uh bluff check has failed oh and as per normal and you have not had all those things but oh, uh, crap. you didn't even roll perception but it's a yeah, good, you yeah, it's a good roll. now he doesn't even bother to roll folks he just says oh it's a nat 20 i don't have to roll perception i can just roll back the tape <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we'll just wait here while you do that sir <laughs> go ahead <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> the tape like this giant reel to reels behind us like, like it's 1984 <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say we're in a massive recording studio folks mm. uh using the finest of technology from uh, the 80s hey audio and analog tape can be really good for long-term storage so long as it doesn't dry rot and there's that or you know get exposed to magnetics or radioactivity it gets jammed in your car tape deck and you pull out all that god oh, it's terrible memories kids these days they'll never understand the hardships we went through we had to rewind to hear a song that we wanted to hear again we had to wait like 30 seconds okay Press- grandpa yeah. make sure to take if your it, meds again if it got a little jammed you could stick a pencil in there oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. turn it back yeah be kind rewind back then when you're like i own 20 albums i have a really good collection of music and everybody's like i have pretty much every song known to man at my fingertips i don't even so, pay for them i just have this service that yeah. gives them to me it's yeah. like you suck you have so no a, idea it's a little different mm, kids these days with their clothes and their hair back when i was a kid we had cassette tapes <laughs> eight tracks mm, that's not much of a segue <laughs> <laughs> awkward segue yeah. number one all right well before we get to the next awkward speaking silence, of old times <laughs> how about we just get into the episode and see what horrible thing awaits right. us this week it seems like it was almost the 80s when we last recorded so yeah. <laughs> where we left off you just entered into the room called forge uh the room is filled with smoke it smells no. of burning charcoal that fills your nostrils the sound of the hammer and bellows ring out in the forge the walls of the room are also lined floor to ceiling uh, with weapons of every imaginable type things you've never seen before things of fantastical nature uh, no two are identical and each bears a different design uh, in the middle is 
Anton Blackhammer pounding away on his forge. He looks up and sees you. Mm. So you're back. I await your presence. Come to me and receive thy gifts. We don't want any trouble, old man. We just want to get out the door. So best that you just stay working at your forge and not try to stop us. We've had enough trouble today. Positioning you guys somewhere like that, maybe? What color was this hammer? Yeah, I want to be in the back. Um, The hammer is nothing. I mean, it's cool, but his name is Anton Blackhammer. But is his hammer black? Um, I mean, it's a little blackened with soot, but it's just a steel hammer. I feel like that's false advertising. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So we point that out. Uh, That'll weaken <laughs> Just step aside, old man. Let us through. Which one of you will be first? And he gestures over to a little table. We have some freshly made weapons. What kind of weapons? Yeah. Well, you see a dagger, a trident, and there's two other beyond that. What are they? Well, you'll find <laughs> I have to get a little closer to find out. And I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I got no fear of you, old man. I'm ready for anything you care to dish out. I'll stride boldly forward towards the table. Uh, dish you? Yeah, that's me. Okay. And you're going to get there. So everybody moves forward a little bit as you approach Anton Blackhammer. And just then, he reaches over and grabs the trident. Probably and throws he, it, because that's also a... Uh... He looks at... And remind me your character's name again. Zadikiel. Zadikiel. Mm-hmm. He looks at Zadikiel and gestures you forward. And with that... We'll head into initiative. Dr. Tindledon's TA, legally distinct from Dr. Tindledon. <laughs> we represent, but are legally distinct uh, from Dr. Tindledon. Uh, <laughs> even though I am both. Um, <laughs> okay, from where I am, can I, can I, first of all, can I see what the other two weapons are from here? Uh, you feel like you'd have to get a little closer. They're half covered up. But you do remember that dagger he was making for you. And he's holding the trident. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I run up and grab the dagger? So uh, one action to get there, one action to snatch the dagger? Yeah. All right. You have the dagger in your hand. And I just want to <laughs> run back. And you run back? Yeah. Okay. You have the dagger in your hand. Okay. That's, that's going to be another action to run back. Yep. So that's your three actions. That's my three actions. All right, Zadie. Okay. <laughs> You're up next. What you going to do? See, I had, some, I had the same thought, but uh, but he's holding it, which like, makes it slightly more complicated. So I'm yeah. going to do... That would complicate things, yeah. Yes. yeah. A little bit, a little in, bit. Well, in first edition, it would have been like, I'm going to attempt to sunder. But, uh, or maybe I'm even thinking 3.5, because it's been a long time. Yeah, I'm getting nods around the table. I'm going to move forward. That's one action. I'm going to attempt a disarm attempt. Which okay. um, I believe is a uh, acrobatics, or not acrobatics, but athletics. What hand are you uh, doing that with? Uh, I've got a, well, the Warhammer can be wielded in one or two hand, right? Mm-hmm. So, you're offhand? Hand. You're going to offhand it and you're using the free hand from your shield? Um, I think my Because sh- your shield hand's carrying your staff, isn't it? Rules lawyer! <laughs> teacher, teacher, you forgot to assign homework. <laughs> <laughs> teacher, teacher, how okay. dare you not use so your character? My next yeah. action is I'll begin juggling. Okay. <laughs> the juggle feat which actually is surprisingly useful I play another campaign and, and I, I play a rogue who's got who's a juggler we're playing the extinction curse thing where you're circus performer well I guess I don't do that then um <laughs> fuck guess I attack him what the hell let's start this off in an incorrect manner by attempting to engage him in combat so I move forward I make an attack with my awesome warhammer 
while holding my shield and my staff, glancing at the guy who built the made the build. It's a good build, just so long as you don't I'm, try to grapple. I am in no way suggesting that it is a bad build. And what's that first roll? 16. Not bad, not bad. 32. Uh, okay. 33, actually. Um, you feel like that's a hit. No. Oh, see, guys, this is going to be no problem. We just killed that bastard. Give me two seconds to find some eight-siders amongst my dice that I'm not used to using. You're going to go down, old man. You're weak. Oh, let's roll a one and a three on that damage. That's eight points of damage because I'm pretty great weight plus some additional. Let's say it's ten. It may be actually slightly more, but let's say it's ten. Second attack. And yep, yep, going to miss on that one, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's going to be a twenty. So after you're- bonuses. Your first attack, you you come in and you, you're pretty certain you've got him. You're like, I got his number. He's not as fast as he looks. And just as that happened, like he brings the trident around mm-hmm. and almost parries your attack to where it bounces harmlessly off his armor. And then the second attack, since you're kind of put off your footing, just completely misses. Yeah, yeah. But you don't feel like you've done any damage to him. Okay. So, oh, part of my goal here in this first series of attacks. It's to serve as an object lesson to the rest of you to help figure out how we defeat this fellow. Because I've got this sense, call me crazy, that maybe a straight-up combat isn't going to be the way that we figure this guy out. Well, we can't, you know, here's my thought. We fight him, and then at the same time, we also brainstorm. Because thinking is a free action you can do at any point. Yeah. (laughs) Never tried it. Even outside of your turn. I know. Never, what? It's a really underutilized aspect. I want to use that in real life to people. Thinking is a free action. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because here's kind of what I'm, I was thinking. Because he said the first go around in this room, or, well, what was kind of implied and what we were talking about too um was each individual weapon is the weapon he wants to kill us with so if we can you might be fucked sean oh yeah (laughs) if, if you guys can get like your weapons and get it away i don't know if you can attack us because he won't have our specific weapons that's why i kind of went and grabbed my dagger and ran away well my thought there is at that point wouldn't he just try and disarm us and take the weapon at that point aren't we just trying basically trying to play keep away yeah against (laughs) something that yeah, I get the feeling but, we're not going to be able to keep But that away. way, we at least he can't attack us while we're figuring out. We'd also have to hope the blacksmith didn't put returning runes on his own weapon. That's true. Well. But at least we have, you know, the weapon for now while he's distracted with Sean. <laughs> I'm glad to be provide this, this assistance to you also. I mean... So he's a hammer reuser, I would assume, considering the name Black Hammer and he's a blacksmith, right? But the, mm-hmm. the hammer could also just be used to forge the yeah. weapon. He laid the hammer down when he picked up the trident. So yeah. it's laying on the anvil that's kind of right mm-hmm. there in the front. As well as others. I mean, there's probably well, eight different hammers and, and a dozen different forging tools. Okay, well, all, if all he's there. using a trident right now, what best counters the trident? My thought was, is he's got this entire room lined with different weapons that he would use to kill different people. Well, we need to find one that would be designed to kill him. It, maybe he even designed one to kill himself with it. So Maybe it would be his own hammer that he forges with. Well, a forging hammer would be different than a war hammer. 
So mm-hmm. if we look around the but room, maybe, I mean, a hammer is a hammer. I mean, to you be could fair. still kill someone with a forging hammer. <laughs> I, I'm not suggesting you, you don't bash them in the fucking head with. No, it. no, I, I, I get if, it. If it can, here's the deal. If it can flatten steel, it'll flatten somebody's cranium. Yeah. Well, all, all, all correct. What I'm just saying is that if, as we've looked around at all these various weapons in the room, each one appeared to be uniquely crafted. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think that we've got. But the, he he mentioned the first time in the room, he's ki- like. He crafted those for other people, so he's Correct. killed other people. So those are right. those look, are his like trophies. Yeah. Essentially, by the number of weapons on the wall, it looks like he's killed a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. so those are his, essentially his trophies. It's fake. Right, it's made up. But if if you're operating under the assumption that maybe he has his own weapon that theoretically could kill him, that's mm-hmm. something. If, then we would. We did not ask the first time around. Well, so yeah. Also, we why, I mean, why would he tell us though? Yeah. If somebody asked me, walked up to me and he said, hey, what specific thing could I do to kill you? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to know, Weatherboy? But we didn't ask, like, oh, do you have your own weapon? Like, we mm-hmm. could have worded it differently, too. But we, we don't know. We could yeah. also, yeah, mm-hmm. look to see, if, is there a black hammer somewhere? But anyway, go ahead, yeah. sir. You, do you have warfare lore? I know you take it on a lot of your characters. Oh, fair enough. I do take it on a lot of my characters. Yeah, if anybody wanted to make a... Knowledge check. I the, don't know because this is Doctor Jack. Oh, I, on their I on their Lord. turn, yeah, a knowledge check would be an action. But if you want to take one of something that's relevant, um, you'd probably I'd probably be willing to give a piece of information. Do you? Do you know? Probably. Give me a moment. Okay. Or look to see what you might have. Checking it right now. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think any of my skills are going to be particularly useful for this one. <clears throat> what I'm thinking, at least. Well, while everybody's worried about the next thing, what do you want to do on your action? War- warfare lore specifically. Go ahead. Okay. So your next turn, I suggest you roll that. But if you might... nah, I... All right. What, if, uh, what about for your turn, Constance? You're up next. So, Dr. Constance is actually going to move around towards the edge of the room and see I want to make a perception check for some of the weapons that are around me and notice if there's any like specific class of weapon that's missing like if there isn't a war hammer or there seems to be something specific that would be a general kind of weapon that just is either unrepresented or significantly underrepresented from what you would normally expect okay so you're going to use the seek action Mm-hmm. Um, now, are you, are you moving an act, using an action to move and then an action to seek? Yeah. Okay, go ahead and give me a perception check. No. <laughs> Not one, huh? Not one. Uh, you're like, wow, there's a ah, lot, lot of weapons. weapons here. And you get distracted by thinking what that implies uh, around the room. And no, you uh, you don't come up with any, any pattern or any specific thing. You're like, well, crap. You got right. one action left. Uh, then in that case, I'm just gonna set up for later in the <laughs> combat and go ahead and attempt exploit vulnerability against him. Okay. Significantly better. That is going to come out to 28. And what? Uh, no, 29. And what is it you add to that? Because once again, I'm, I'm a little less familiar with the. Um, class, that's but... just gonna be esoteric lore. Okay. For me, and then I get a bonus from my tome. So you you believe that's a success, but it doesn't almost doesn't seem to be a success because as you're looking at them, you don't see. You know, normally, you kind of get a sense of what makes somebody vulnerable. Maybe an unguarded area, or maybe even something about their psyche that always allows them to favor a, a you know a certain attack or a certain footing, or you know even blind spots that they may have. 
and you're almost still stunned at the moment. You know, it takes you a, a split second because as that kind of almost magical effect comes back to you, it doesn't bring you any information. And you realize that that is the information. There doesn't seem to be a vulnerability, almost, you know, impractically so to this person that there's an invulnerability that you're going to have to do more to find. For the sake of mechanics, we'll say you succeeded when it comes into play. Um, but until certain things happen, it will not have a particular effect. If that makes any sense. Yep. That's yeah, so how I'm going to do that one. But yeah, you're, you don't know what's going on, but it, you don't, you've never had an, uh, somebody come back with no vulnerabilities. And if that's your three actions, I think we go to Dr. Jack. Alrighty. Hmm. Gonna need a moment to think here, because I was pretty much going to do what Nickel did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can feel free to try the seek, you know. Uh, Evidently, my role is not particularly indicative of possible results of that action. Do you have warfare? No. My, my lower options are artist port, local undead spirits, and undertaking. Ooh, do you have crafting, actually? Because that yeah. might also work. So you may see if you can figure out what's unique about the weapons. See if they share their uniqueness shares how they deviate from their base that way we could figure out like if one of the hammers was unique in that way i mean i'm willing to give it a shot well will you allow that bullshitty way to do it? <laughs> you know i'm a pretty big fan of bullshit so depending yeah. on your role um i mean if I you want to take an action i'll treat it as a knowledge check mm -hmm. and um it, we'll see what you get are you invoking that role sure why not i told you you could keep it sure let's do it not 20. all right so in that 20, what does it give you total? Um, so it'll give me a 34 total. So you also kind of take a moment to look at these weapons, but instead of looking for a specific pattern, you're looking at some of them and saying, you know, what makes these effective? Because, you know, weapon technology, like really, does, you know, a, a sword works pretty well. You know, you don't need to change a lot about a sword to make it more useful. So why do some of these work? And here's what you're wondering, because as you look around, it doesn't, you know, some of these weapons don't seem super practical. Matter of fact, sometimes they look like, well, that's just not as good as a regular sword. Why wouldn't you use a regular sword? And you realize that there is a certain factor that comes into play here. Not necessarily an improbability, but the fact that the magic in these weapons isn't necessarily just something that makes it hit harder, something that makes it... Uh, hit more but the fact that they made these unique is what makes them better in some way you know you, you couldn't just forge a sword this way you have to forge it differently and you have to add a uniqueness and that's what creates the magical effect that makes these weapons effective in some weird strange way so maybe the sword you know there's one on the side that you see that has two hilts it's like, well, that's not as effective to wield a two hand handle with two different hilts as opposed to just one longer hilt that doesn't seem as effective and then you, you start to develop this idea that maybe it doesn't have to be more effective as a weapon it just has to have some uniqueness to make the magic work keep thinking of the Klingon Batleth yep. really impractical weapon but they look cool when Klingons mm -hmm. whipping it around so and if, and if we didn't have Worf swinging his Batleth how would we know that the other people aren't really badass by knocking Worf down I mean no doubt yeah exactly I have a question. Mm-hmm. So in front of Black Hammer is the anvil, 
or is no I, yes oh is it front so of let me head? describe the map here just a little bit since there are a few things on it back behind him this is the forge it's a very mm-hmm. large forge and this is a bellows on the side yeah and then over on this side are essentially like big <clears throat> barrels full of um it's coal is all it is but it's a, a very high temperature uh coal and then over here at the side is essentially his working station that's going to be an anvil with a little table on the side and then it's got like all the crafting tools are like and then slots around it you know it's like a uh, you know a blacksmith doesn't have to reach for them they're all down here kind of on the side but you see a very well uh put together little crafting station there for specifically blacksmithing is he working on anything uh, it looks like he had just finished four weapons hmm. is there anything in the forge currently uh, no, the forge is currently not lit. Um, it's not, you know, there's no fire in it. Mm-mm. And theoretically, one of these is like a quenching mm-hmm. uh, container. There's a few whatnots laying around that I didn't really feel the need to describe, but mm-hmm. everything you would need is there. But the forge is currently not lit. And um, like I said, there's weapons lining the room, but there's only the, I say four of them that were in front of him, but the dagger is now across the room in uh, the hand of Dr. Tendleton's TA. Yeah, it's Dr. Tendleton. Is that, uh, is that Dr. Tendleton? What's TA? Is that a title mm-hmm. thing? Or? Yes. It's like yeah, no, PhD. It's, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like Washington, D.C. Yeah, oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, what is your anachronistic place? <laughs> I, I don't understand. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, I just had uh, a thought whenever he was describing the thing. I wanted, um, the fact that it's not lit. It's partly the fact that it's not lit that I think, but I was thinking that maybe part of the thing is to do is to make the weapon right in front of them, because it what matters is that the weapon is unique in itself and it's the uniqueness of making the weapon. Yeah, so like maybe if there's mm-hmm. like two weapons that look the same. Hmm? So like it, maybe if there's like two weapons that look the same. Maybe I my thought was is it's like you make a specific weapon right there for the purpose of it. It's designed to end this because yeah. that imbues it that was that's by making a unique weapon it's imbuing it with the magic that makes it stronger oh look you, gotcha so like you making like a <laughs> mm-hmm. unique weapon mm-hmm. okay i'm offering you up because my crafting shit, <laughs> it's plus i think four. i'm like the only one here with a good crafting yeah skill. mine's plus four so it's fucking shit <laughs> that's not um, even trained <laughs> Yeah, no, I have no proficiency in it. Um, so. so you don't have crafting? No, yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's, we, it, we would be uh, fucked. So, yeah. While I do like this train of thought, I will say I wonder if we're not getting back into our little yeah, that was my diggy th- diggy hole of that was, how do we that, kill the boss. That was my thought is it's like that's kind of leading into killing the boss. But at the same time, yeah. like, I, don't, I don't know if it's simply that we need to kill the boss with it or anything. Yeah. But also, how long would it even fucking take to... That's why I was asking if there's anything out. If there was supposed to be led into, like, oh, you know, you gotta finish up where what he was well, doing. But without that, I think yeah. it's just probably not. And to a certain degree, you would know, uh, since you did have such a high crafting check and, and you're good at crafting. Like, it hasn't been that long since you guys were in this room. Mm-hmm. Like, in practical terms, it's maybe been an hour or two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it takes days to make weapons. Like, if you're, if you're going to actually smith one... You, you would have needed easily days. And here an hour later, this guy made four. Mm-hmm. Or maybe two hours later. Like, it's not been that long. So, what the heck? Like, that's clearly something out of place. Here's another question, kind of expanding on that idea. 
does the dagger have leather on its handle? Yeah, I didn't actually take a look at this dagger. Can I you may... see what the dagger looks like? Well, if somebody would like to take the seek action to look at the dagger. Oh, we'd have to yeah. take a at seek some point, I can't look at, at some point, take... you may want to check if yeah. the dagger like has leather on the handle. Mm-hmm. And then if there's leather in the room, because otherwise that implies that maybe these weapons aren't specifically forged in the forge so much as they are conceptually forged. Because okay. if he's a blacksmith, well... I mean, he could just be like a soul forger where he just like summons the weapon just by pure thought after right. a long enough time. Mm-hmm. You you think like uh, the, the forge isn't lit at the moment, but you can but tell there's residual heat coming off of it. we also did see him yeah, he was forging, forging a weapon when you guys were in here last time. Mm-hmm. So you believe that the, there, there's magic going on with the actual forge too. So it's just not lit at the moment. Do we need to unforge the weapons? You know? I'd had the thought, break the weapon that's bound to kill you, right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking of Sunder originally, but I don't yeah. think that's an action. I mean, if the forge is hot enough to melt the steel in the first place, then it'll be hot enough to melt it now. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't do it immediately, though. That's true. Yeah. You know? Although, who knows? Magic. Yeah, it's a magical forge. one. Maybe. Just got to get it bent out of shape, it's right? It's magic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still got two actions left. I can what you going to do? Yeah. Can you... Maybe if you, like... Because that's a good point. If we well, wait, destroy... we need to get it started. We need to get yeah. the fire started yeah. first. So, <laughs> yeah. like, if we destroy these weapons that were designed to kill us, do you have a way to light the forge? Uh, wouldn't just a fire spell start an ignition? Yeah, well, it like, just I, sure I was going to see if you had like any fire spells or yeah. anything. Yeah, there's a red button on before. it right there. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, don't you? The giant red button that you, says fire. You think you have to get some coal in there first? Yeah, that shovel some coal in and then ignite it. So long as we're not going down another rabbit hole, but you know, that's yeah. Fine. In that's theory, that's all you have to do. Is but take either, a little time. I mean, either way, if we have to forge something or destroy these, I mean, either way, we'd have to well, light. And part of my thought is, is it's um, he didn't mark down any of the weapons on the room. The only things that are really marked are the forge Four. and the that. So yeah. I mean, that's kind of meta gaming at the same time, but you know. But well, I'm not going to write down hundreds of weapons. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. kind of my thought. Is it seems kind of arbitrary to be like, oh yeah, it's a weapon on the wall. Yeah. If somebody wanted to grab a weapon on the wall and use it, we'll deal with that when we get there. But mm-hmm. they're not particularly relevant, other than they exist. Yeah. So I my think th- the main ones are the four. There are, are no weapons confusing. on the wall or anywhere particular in this room that are the right answer, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. I think the <laughs> important ones, at least, are the four he wants to use to kill mm-hmm. us. If you got a weapon on the wall, it'd only been effective against the person it was designed against, and they're not here. I mean, if you wanted to use one as a sword, we'll figure out rules for that. But, like, it's not going to be any better than anything you're already holding. Take me over to the cold, boss man. Uh, this you? Yes. All right. We'll just, long story short, that make that an action to get there, although I don't think it was. Um, but one action to get there, so you have an action left. Uh, do you want to shovel in some coal? Oh, yeah. Okay, so an action to shovel coal. And it doesn't take a crap ton, so there's a shovel in the barrel. You get you a good shovel full or two throw in there and you think that's enough to get things started other jack can help me shovel (laughs) what other jack (laughs) oh you guys are across the room i'm i've got a forge in between the way you don't see jack (laughs) (laughs) clever (laughs) all right that is everybody's action so now we get to go to aton black hammer who looks across the room at Dr. Tendleton's TA. What? <laughs> and gives Dr. you a, Tendleton's TA isn't here. Gives you a shifty yeah. grin and winks at you. <laughs> and then he rears back with that trident. I wink back. And attacks Dr. Tendleton's TA. It's a reaction, winking back. Attacks Zadikio right in front of him. 
That's a 28 to hit. <clears throat> What'd you roll there? Uh, D20? Yeah. I got an 8. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's what I thought I saw from across the way. I thought that was an 8. And we'll note that he rolled a 28. That's exactly what you need to hit me, and you suck. All right, that is only three points of damage. For no reason, I'm going to put a little hash marker there. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's not suspicious. And then Mo? he's going to hit you again. <laughs> Ooh. Is that a nat 20? That is a nat 20 right there. Oh, my is a nat God. 20. The man's rolled a total oh. of two fucking dice uh, in this whole game's so far, and one of them is a nat 20. So that's a 40. Yeah. Get you? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, it does. No multi attack. Richard, that's a crit, in case you're wondering. So that is going to be 19 points of damage. It's a little different from the other one. Go on. Okay. And then he reaches out his hand that's not carrying the trident, mm -hmm. and he just kind of gestures it vaguely open as if he's expecting there to be something in his hand. Mm-hmm. And then across the room, Dr. Tendleton's TA feels that dagger in her hand try to move. Would uh, you like to uh, make an athletics check to see if you can hold on to it? It's not going to be good, but yeah. It's not going to be good. Nice roll. 19. 19. 19. That's a pretty good roll. Like, you surprisingly <laughs> clamp down onto it. Like, you, you're like, oh, crap, and just reactionally clamp onto it, realizing that this thing is being pulled somehow to your hand. But even with that reaction, it's just not quite enough to keep it in place. As after a, a little bit of back and forth and tug and pull, the dagger flies from your hand over into his. Cool. And he's standing there with the dagger in his left hand and the trident still in his right and uh, that is his turn. So it's your turn there, Dr. Tendleton's TA. Dr. Tendleton, not TA. <laughs> um, okay. If you would like to use the seek action, because you never did get a look at the dagger, it would not be too late. Yeah, I'll use the seek action. Uh, let's say that's not great. It's 23. Uh, you know, that's enough, though. Like, that's a decent roll. And not only that, you realize, oh, if you'd looked at the sooner... You'd have recognized it. Uh-huh. It's not just really a dagger, even though it is, it's kind of a larger version of something that you see a lot. It's that damned letter opener that you have to use all day long to open the mail for Dr. Tendleton. All day long. You know, now you think you're like, damn, the stupid thing is made to look like a small dagger. This is just a regular sized version of that thing that you hate so much. Because for whatever reason, he makes you put it on the damn platter with the mail when you bring it to him. If you leave it on your desk where you use it, he gets super annoyed. But you have to put it on the platter and bring him his mail in alphabetical order of not by the person who sent it, but from the place of origin of the letter with the letter open on the side, even though you already have to open it. I so annoying. I think she just screams <laughs> just as loudly as possible. <laughs> but you couldn't think of a weapon that would be more effective against you. Oh. Both physically and psychologically. No, because I think there's been many a time like, where she's just like stared at that letter opener, just like just thought yeah. about just like stabbing herself with it. Just like it'd be so well, fucking easy. Or just like stabbing him with it. And you see it in his yeah. hand. You know, normally if you grip a dagger, like, you know, if you're going to use it as a weapon, you're going to parry with it or, yeah. or uh, you know, attack with it, you're going to have this, a different grip. 
and he realized that his grip is not meant to stab with it, but it's meant to throw with it. Oh. As you think of all the times that you wanted to throw that stupid letter opener across the room. Fuck <laughs> me. Dang, you really okay. made this man a throwing weapon build, didn't you? Yeah. You <laughs> mean just describing that fucking pissed me <laughs> off so much. God. The okay. wizard rages. <laughs> the wizard goes into a rage. Um, then then how, falls down exhausted. Like, I, I, <laughs> how to make wizards much. a good class. They can into ra- oh, wait. No, no actually, no, that would just make it worse. Um, okay. Especially because you can't cast in rage. <laughs> <laughs> how to make barbarian a better class. Give them spell casting. I, I, yeah. I know he's going to throw it at me. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, we don't know until we find out. Yeah, but I don't want to be there for it. There's coal in the thing. Yeah. Now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, really the only... Get a fire spell? Yeah. I, <laughs> I dropped fireball in the party. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That doesn't even ignite yeah. things here's, anymore. <laughs> here's the good news. <laughs> to be fair, I'd allow it. I mean, I have Scorching Ray. So, magical Forge, I'd let Magical Fire work here. I have it's Scorching... A... Would you let me use Scorching Ray to... Do you produce flame? Um, do I have produce flame? It's a cantrip. Cantrip. No, I was saying, scorching ray seems a bit overkill, but yeah, because yeah, I don't have can... any. I don't have any fire Scor- cantrips. Scorching ray does multiple bolts. So you could do bolts at him and yeah. then bolts at the uh, forge. Oh, yeah. One bolt at the forge. Yeah. yeah. I, Actually, that's technically optimal because then you're targeting two things rather yeah. than one with the scorching ray. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I don't have produce flame. Um. Yeah. So I'll do a bolt at him and the, a bolt at the forge. I think you rolled a hit, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you exactly. rolled a hit. It's a two hit roll. But I mean, can we assume that she hits the forge? Uh, I want to roll because you might roll in that one. <laughs> Who's what, what's the, the AC on the coal? What's your it's, weapon? It's, it's, it's your low. AC. Yeah. <laughs> no. She I rolled a three. What's the total on that? <laughs> 20. Okay. For the yeah, total. In Fun. my mind, it had an AC of 10 to hit. So basically, you need to not gotcha. run that one. Gotcha. So do, I don't <laughs> hit him. I'm assuming. Okay, but like, what happens is you miss him, but it's still a crappy roll. So the coal ignites on fire, but like as it does, because he was just shoveling it in there, all the little coal dust that's still in the air kind of ignites and like flashes in your face. So it doesn't do really damage, but you have to like pull back as like your eyebrows are slightly sends, and you're like, a little warning, please. <laughs> ah, no, goodness. Ah, so, ah, I'm so, I'm so, ah, the money I'm sorry, makers. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's lit! Oh, it's lit! It's out there! Good! Okay! Okay! But let's see if that other ray is going to manage hit and on Blackhammer. Oh, that's a lot better. So that is 34. Alright, 34 is definitely a hit. Okay. And he kind of looked um, to the side when the forge lit, when that first ray smacked in over there, and he actually kind of looked a little upset about it. But he turns back around in grim determination just for you to smack him in the side of the head with the second ray. Okay. But just like a, you know, somebody who worked the forge his entire life, the heat seemed to be less effective. And instead of doing any damage, you just see like a little red spot form and then kind of pull back from it as it slowly fades away. And you don't think that it really did anything to him. Okay. Can I have the he specifically aimed at my weapon in his hand then instead of him? No, I mean, you were shooting at him. And uh, that's your three actions. So what about Zedekiel? I uh, am going to uh, do this. Since I don't appear to be really well uh, 
uh, su- situated at this point, trying to grab that trident out of his hand, and also noting what happened to the dagger. You know, Zadikiel, he's a the kind of guy, not always the most subtle person in the world. He's like, oh, I'm going to have a hard time getting that out of his hand. I wonder if I just shove him in the forge. That sounds like a fine idea. So he's going to do a shove action. He's going to try to barrel into him and see if he can knock him backwards a couple of feet, which I believe is versus his athletics DC. Correct. If I'm not mistaken, with my athletics DC, which is pretty darn good, as a matter of fact. I'm all buff. Oh, yeah. I think you roll and add your athletics. Yeah. You're going into the... I'll announce it. Hell, what the hell? I'm not, you know, subtle. You're going in. You and your whole operation. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's a 29 on that check. Mm, I'm guessing probably not. Uh, that is... N- yeah, that's uh, not enough. You're not act- enough. It's actually really close, though. Okay. Hmm. So, and if, I, if I'm not mistaken, if I try that again, I suffer the penalty, don't I? Because uh, shove, shove is- does have the attack trait. Yes. Okay, I'm going to give that one more shot. Ooh, yeah. Just let me get my ground here. <laughs> well, shit, I'm going to drop my die on the ground. So I'm going to grab another yeah, guy. throw shit. Oh, yeah. oh, hey, look at that. Uh, you know what? Because of the penalty, though, I think it's going to be about the same. Um, so that would be 34, uh, 29, once again, exactly. Uh, and it is against his fort DC. Sorry, not. Oh, is it fortitude DC? Yeah, Still missed, I'm guessing, right? Um, let me double check that, but I believe so. Uh, 26. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, oh, the yeah. other one was a little further apart, actually. I was going to say, so, <laughs> so I need a 36 to be able to do that. <laughs> well, shit. You know what? If I'd roll that 18 on the first... No, I wouldn't have. God damn, I gotta roll that 20. Looks like I'm not gonna be shoving that guy anywhere. Uh, well, great. Now that I know that, I'm gonna raise yeah. my shield, expecting another round of Trident attacks. He's surprisingly sturdy, and, and I don't know if I described this well enough, well, although the guy is basically human who's big and burly, like he seems larger, even maybe larger than you remember him being before. Like, almost exaggeratedly so. Mm. You, you wonder if maybe he just doesn't see himself as oh, even shit. bigger than he is. Uh, can I... Uh, uh, you're all about the mind games, buddy. <laughs> I see what's happening with you. Hey, Richard, could I uh, back up since I haven't actually used it and um, cancel that... Um, I am going to cancel the shield, ready my shield, and instead make a... Uh, excuse me, warfare lore. Okay, go for it. Okay. Can I just take that 18 that I rolled previously that was unaffected? Thanks, Richard. Oh, well, not bad. Shit. Uh, 27. 27 is pretty good. You know, something occurs to you as you're looking at this at this guy, and you're thinking about the fact that, you know, clearly he is a master craftsman. And while having a good weapon, a good solid weapon, is definitely something that's going to be advantageous to you. Well-built armor, well-built weapon. At the end of the day, the true warrior beats his opponent using his mind. You have to understand your opponent. You have to understand what they're going to do. You have to have the reflexes and the weapons, and you have to have the training and the skill. You sure do, but the way to beat your opponent, surely, is to outthink them. To know that when they repost, you're going to stab. To know when they step left, you're going to step right. It's a little weird to you to think about why does, you know, forging these weapons matter. But then you start to, to think that, but wait, if I knew my enemy well enough, making a battle plan, coming up with a a tactic to defeat them even in single combat. In many ways, all you're doing is just forging the right weapon to kill them. Trying to think about how to communicate that to my colleagues. I got his number. It's, It's all about the mind game. It's not so much about the weapon. It's about what it represents. About coming up with a way to 
take somebody out based on their unique characteristics. That's too much to have said in just a <laughs> couple of seconds. Thinking's a free action. Yeah, talking, however, you're done. <laughs> that's what I say, I guess. All right, that's your three actions. Yeah. So we go back over to Constance. I can't think of any the good ones the way that Dr. Jack can. But Which side of the forge is open? Both sides. You could actually be theoretically working on either side. I figured he just wanted to work on the side away from the okay. forge master. Oh, now that I'm here, would it be an action to check what the other two weapons on the table are? Well, you can... Uh, yes, because they're, they're slightly obscured, so you would need to use the seek action. But uh, I'll, I, I'll tell you up front, if you do that, I will give you a little added bonus. All right. We're going to take the seek action, figure out what's on the table. What has he got in store for us? We'll find out. I guess the game is figure out which one is for which one of us. That's a 32. Got your name on it. So the first thing you see looks kind of like a warhammer. Although that's the part that's kind of odd because, you know, the, the head of the warhammer is slightly hidden. And you realize that instead of a normal warhammer head, it's a mostly wooden head. And it's laid on its side now, but it's an almost looks like a an hourglass, a timepiece. It's got the, the two oblong shapes. It's filled with sand. And of course you realize that to a certain degree it almost works like a dead blow hammer at that point as the sand rushes from one side to the other. But if you did it nice and slowly, it would act as a timepiece. Then the other weapon that's under there also takes you a moment because you're a little uncertain of what it is. And you realize at last minute, oh, it's not just a club, it's a rod. And you remember that Mini rods actually also used because they can cast spells. It's like a wand that you can hit people with. And that's what this is. But you're not certain what spell it might cast. However, you're suspicious for something about it. Something about the sigils and the runes that you see on the side remind you of something that you've seen before. And you're like, hmm, I can't place it. But then suddenly it hits you. Aha! Magic missile. A force spell. Why, why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> not, not reason. I have, not looking at you. Why are you looking adjacent to me? Just why are to you the right? <laughs> or to the left sometimes. Like, or slightly behind you. Why I mean, are you acting like this? There is nothing ever so slightly like, uh, wrong with me. That seems odd. Magic missiles would be really effective against, you know, incorporeal creatures. But fortunately, there's none of those here, right? Yeah. Must just be somebody with, like, a really good AC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just should, need that guaranteed hit. <laughs> Zedekiel can, in fact, see it because it we established yep. that. And I, we, I and don't I know that. what you're talking about. <laughs> this is false information. It is made up. Fake news. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fake news. Well, that depends on what the definition of is is. <laughs> the ghost is a lie. <laughs> I'm seeing him. He's looking at me. He's um, what ghost? Does anybody ghost? else see him? What ghost? He's, he's coming towards me, Ray. <laughs> I'm actually going to intensify vulnerability with my tome against him. Okay. So that has me roll a d20. Okay. And then I can store that and if I make a an attack before my next turn or during my next turn, I can use this roll instead of rolling a new okay. d20. Dr. Jack's up. I just started, didn't I? Yeah. You've just okay. started your turn. I just ended mine. <laughs> Alright, so what you gonna do with your three actions? You gotta get some bellows going and you gotta get a billet in the, the flame. I think I will send Dr. Jack out to go work the billows. All right. 
So uh, is, does that work just like a normal minion where you use an action and then they get two? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So he just, like, there, there's no skill check for the bellows. Just got to mm-hmm. spin the actions, right? So the rest of you just see the bellows start moving. Like, they're being worked. They're oh, some of us see something yep. different. Zadigil. Oh, it's magic. You see the, what you can only think of as the fifth party member. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Go over it and it's like just pulling the bellows up and down. Mm-hmm. Which leaves Dr. Jack with two actions, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, alrighty. So I got the four. It's gonna be- You're feeling like a crafting check might be applicable to trying to make sure that you're getting this billet heated up properly. Roll that crafting check. Do it. The audience demands it. Do it. No. Oh. 18 on the die. I so. saw numbers. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is a very good crafting check. Uh, you, you're, you know, you're, rot- you're rotating it to try to make sure you're getting good and even heat. And you feel pretty pleased with your work. Like you see it getting red hot already. Uh, and you're, you're good enough at this that you know what color you're looking for to make sure that it's hot enough. Um, but you're not quite there. You're like, but it's heating up very nicely. You're like, good do- job, Dr. Jack. Way to work that bellows. And he's like, good job, Dr. Jack. <laughs> Way to spin that metal. Was that one action or two? Um, y- well, uh, you're going to need multiple actions, but I don't need multiple rolls. Mm. So if you want to spin two actions there, I'll let that stand. Well, here was my thought from maybe just... Uh, not even as an actual it's helping anything but just for a thematic standpoint that part of it is is that dr jack is using produced flame to cast it onto a specific part that sounds fun so we got dr jack working the billows over there and i mean we got to have like a tom Waits song in the background for this part but let's see if we can get the rights to (laughs) it i actually have billy joel instead of uh dr jack it's like captain jack yeah Mm. captain jack will get the forge high tonight so while Dr. Jack is working the billows, Dr. Jack is also actually working the forge. We're really experts of multitasking. So Dr. Jack, who's working the forge, is getting the steel billet into the hottest parts of the forge, flipping it over with the tongs and raking parts over to try and keep it warm. Meanwhile, is also casting a produced flame onto the billet itself to try and get some extra heat in there right onto the surface to help make it, well, get hotter faster. It's really quite a simple process when you think about it. And you feel like it's working. Like, that's actually making it heat up faster. Uh, You know, really getting the heat exactly to where it needs. Uh, A technique you've heard of being used before, but, you know, most people, it's just easier to just go ahead and keep working the bellows. So that's why not all crafters use it. But if you really got to heat up a piece of metal fast, that's the way to do it. So Anton Blackhammer looks around and he seems unhappy. He's been very confident, but as he sees you over the work on the side, he kind of is half distracted by the fact that you have the forge up and running. Does not like this at all. What, you're not used to the produce flame method? I would have figured that you would have considered that an option. But tactically, he realizes that the people in front of him also are creating a problem. And he focuses on Zadikio. I'm so going to die in this encounter. (laughs) I'm going to become a spirit trapped in this place. As he rolls a 32 to get you. Oh, yeah. You know what? You just happened to hit. Actually, you didn't hit by that much, so that's okay. Only 12 damage. Yep. Add a little hash mark over here. (laughs) 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 Sean just erased it. It's like dry erase, so he erased it as fast as I put it down. (laughs) So many had noticed that. Later on, you glance down, and it's like, I've hit you through. Wait a minute. It's like the... 
Ferris Bueller's, you've missed nine, eight, seven, six. What? What is happening? <laughs> All right, he swings at you again. That is actually not amazing. That's only a twenty-four to get you. Twenty-eight is what he needed. Ooh, that is um, that's not a very good roll. But you know what? He's swinging for the fences. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Ah, damn it. That is, again, only a 24. I rolled better, but Mm -hmm. he is at a minus to hit you. Um, So not the most effective round of his, but off he goes. And Dr. Tindleton's TA, it's up to you. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run up to the table, and I'm going to grab the wand. All right. Or the rod, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, you told me there's a rod and there is essentially a wand. Or called a light hammer. The rod. The rod? Yeah. Okay. And when you do that, he lashes out and takes an attack of opportunity at you. Oh, fuck me. Okay. It's like you touching his rod like that. <laughs> Come on, guys. That is a 36 to hit? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious. Yes. Did that somehow hit the wizard with that <laughs> magnificent armor class yeah. the wizard has? Uh, is that enough for a crit? Sure. 36? Yep. Yes. All right. So then that yeah. is... Something I'm trying to get you. Only three damage. Look at that. There's a dash, though, by you. Look at that. And you get you get a little marky mark. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Okay. It's a plus three round of nil tongue, though. That's and then cool. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to throw it in the forge. Or, well, I'm not going to be able to throw it in the forge and run up to the forge, am I? You, you ran up, you grabbed it. So that's two actions. You still have an action, so you can, you can leave. Drop. <clears throat> Bear in mind that if he's... Uh, yeah, yeah, you can leave, but you might take another hit. Well, no, he's using his reaction for the turn, so you should be yeah. okay. So I want to Unless Richard has cheated and given him unlimited... That's not cheating. There that's is a break for that. There's a break. gives him another. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Run to... He would literally Jack's just need to be one level higher. Forge. What's that? You're going to the forge? Yeah. Jack's side time. of the forge. Uh, th- which Jack's side of the forge. Jack's side of the forge. Yeah. Okay. You're going to move over there. But as you move, he makes an attack of opportunity. <laughs> like of course he is. Somehow anticipating we might try to re- oh, remove look. these weapons from his grasp. That's another 36. Right. Which of makes that a crit. Yeah. So that. that is going to be a 19 points of damage. What the fuck? <laughs> and you get yourself. Look at that. You've got almost as many as I have. Now. Yeah. You're so brave, wizard. Oof. Thank God he does <laughs> getting. Thank God he doesn't do area damage, because theoretically he could get twice the amount against me. I actually it's, contemplated that for some of the like effects that the weapons could have. Would you like some healing? I've got gloves of healing. I've got Argus Tap. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you. If, if, if she, <laughs> Not in the game. In, if, I'm going to jump across the street. In real life. If she had like, if she had like a Superman heat vision right now, I'd, Plot be, twist. I'd be in trouble. <laughs> Sean Clay Thermos, I am coming to kill you in your house in Springfield. <laughs> right. Shut up. All right, Zadikio. You'll never fucking see it coming. I know. It's your no. turn. <laughs> you know I'm a true crime no, poet. You're never going to fucking see it I'm coming. Like, she's defeated, and then I, I get a lightning bolt from the ground. Or no, a magic missile. Is that it? Just boom, yeah. Yeah, that's it. No, no, I, I am not um, mocking your pain, but <laughs> that's... He's just making fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> totally different. I guess... I'm a 61 now. Oh, are you? Yeah. I'm the- well, I got like 15 more than that. Or seven, or 27. I got more than that. Can't add all of a sudden. <laughs> you have like... Is that yeah, but you're far You're far away. He's not going to mess with you. Yeah. Hopefully. It's a throwing yeah, dagger, though. Yeah, no. It's your turn. Oh, shit. Yeah, hey, guess what? Our letter open. Um, all right. Well, 
So he considers me to be a threat. He considers you to be a threat. Okay, okay. And probably not because of any clever shit I'm doing, just because I'm up there wailing on him. Yeah, he's going to take each out, and he can only hold two weapons at once, so yeah. either swap weapons and go for somebody else, or just keep beating the shit out of the guy in front of you. In that case, I miss him on the first attack. On the second attack, not 20, Ooh. baby. Now, I guess we got to figure out, well, it would have would have actually hit him, because we've established what his armor class. Uh, so, just to clarify, well, 29, because uh, it would have been a failure, but I guess it just turns into a hit. Right? What? What's your bonus to what, what's plus the total? Six, plus 16, plus 20 is 36, but it's second attack, so 31. 31 would, would be a hit. Would have been a hit. So the nat 20. So the nat 20 does count as a crit. Yeah. Now here's what I want to tell you. Okay. Doesn't matter. Well, it does mm -hmm. because it's crit. Now you've been hitting them, but none of the damage seems to be taking effect. Mm -hmm. However, since you actually did manage to crit, mm -hmm. you have an option. Yeah. You can have the non-crit damage go through and actually hit him. Mm -hmm. Or you can take an action away from him on his next turn. I will do that. Okay. Because I have a feeling that the damage would ultimately be insignificant. So as you hit him and you surprised him, mm -hmm. because he seems really good at anticipating what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. This is a master warrior. Mm -hmm. But you managed to get one in on him. He didn't expect that to coming. And interestingly enough, he doesn't necessarily recoil, but he gives you a slight nod of respect. But you do manage to... I say stab him, but what weapon do you use? Oh, Warhammer. Warhammer. Bash him. But yeah, you do manage to get... And that's kind of what it was. Instead of going in for a big full swing, you kind of just did a real you know, push forward like you're going to do a shove, but then you turned it into a small swing at the end, something that wouldn't normally be very effective, but since he didn't expect it. Mm -hmm. uh, as you feel that your successful hit on him startled him enough that he's going to lose an action on his next turn. Mm -hmm. Good. Well, yeah, so now a little bit of respect for the decals. Yeah. And um, uh, third action, I'm going to raise shield. And then Constance, you're up. So, using my tome at the start of my turn, I'm going to take my free action, given what just happened with him, and that strike seeming to do more than previous strikes, I'm going to see if I can't use, let's take Arcana to try and identify what sort of thing is, per, what sort of magics or effect is preventing certain strikes from dealing damage while others can't, still can't have an effect not a great roll that's going to be a 25 you think that you know you've kind of come to the idea that all of these rooms to a certain degree are almost like illusions they're not because they have a reality to them but they're a constructed reality to a certain degree so the fact that he seems to be mostly invulnerable right now is a magical effect but it's incorporated in the magical effect of the room and you realize that it's kind of almost a, a way to establish the fact that he's just that good. So when you see like an attack that might hit, in reality that attack somehow misses, which is what's kind of been happening. You know, like you roll the dice, you do the thing and the attack should hit. And the warrior feels like I outsmarted them, but then somehow at the last second, the attack is somehow negated because Anton Blackhammer is just that good. But you realize that that's somehow a representation of the magical effect on the room as much as it is anything else. Because in a real, in a way of looking at it, this room is him. If that makes any sense. No, it does. Now, I do need to get a little above the table here and into some meta things where would you consider that a successful re recall knowledge on 
black hammer there. Uh, it did not meet the conditions of success. Okay. However, like I said, I like giving people something. So. No, I get you. I just need to know because I have some class feats and abilities right. that depend on successful recall knowledges. So just had to check there. Right. That's why I wanted to be clear. But it, you do learn a little something. Yeah. So then I am going to go ahead and step here. Then stow my tome and pick up the warhammer off the table. Oh, that's yeah. all you reckon? Yeah. All right, Should Dr. Right. Jack. Step, stow, grab. Well, I suppose I need to keep working the forge. All right, if you want to just use all your actions to do that, it will be the most effective way to cut time off of what you need to accomplish. Uh, but I will have uh, one crafting check to encompass it all. Do it, man. All right. Oh, you are uh, going to let that slide? <laughs> Let's, let's let that one re-roll. I know you. Look at that. You got a whole. You got like got six, six of those six things. Of them. And we got more rooms to get through. I mean, <laughs> you're about to. We're about to get some uh, respite here. Kit, that's going to slow things down. Come on, man. That represents three actions. That's right. Yeah. Oh, give me the. Give me that. Give me that. I'll give you one of mine. I literally spit like all of mine. Uh, yeah, and that's <laughs> a you problem, not a me problem. I don't need you to be alive when I get to the end of this. <laughs> Tell me what heals you got. What do you bring into this table? He only needs Dr. Jack to be... Well, wait a minute. Actually, he doesn't need Dr. Jack to be alive. He needs Dr. Jack to be alive. Well, that's a little better. That too. This is why I don't want a goddamn re-roll. That's why you guys... I hate you. It's better than a one. That's for me. It's sure. better than a nap. It is much better than a crit fail. Yeah, a crit fail. Shit. Like the forge goes out. <laughs> and all the steel disappears in the room. It's like, ah. You actually drop it down inside. Oh, shit. No, goddamn. So what's the total on that? Uh be a 23 23 you believe is actually a success just barely but okay so uh you do succeed and you're gaining ground you think at this rate one more good round and you're probably ready to start forging and then next it's anton blackhammer and while although he doesn't have as many actions as he normally does he really really wants to take down zadikiel so he stabs at you Oh, that is only a four. It's a shit so roll. That is his third 24 against you in a row. Bro. He, he is going to miss. He is. Mm -hmm. But he gets one more attack against you. Oh my god, that's, uh, my dice have betrayed me. Mm -hmm. And he misses again. You've shook him more than he realized. You know, I I thought you were a skilled warrior. <laughs> I say sealing my fate. For the <laughs> tap, 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 tap. Oh yeah, that's right. You have only two actions. That's right. All right. Dr. Mm. Tendleton. Yeah. Okay. T.A. Um, <laughs> In parentheses, we have the TA. Um, so I want to, uh, I guess, throw this into the forge to try to melt it. Um, I mean, you just throw it in for an action if you want. Because I want to put this in and, like, kind of push it, I guess, kind of get it down in the coals to make it harder for him to get out as well shove it in there man yeah i mean sure i don't want to damage I, myself i feel like I, i'm gonna light myself on fucking fire um, and i'm gonna require a skill check of some kind for that yeah see how effective it is oh <laughs> uh, okay he's not paying attention to me right I mean, he's noticing everything that's going on around, but his mission right now seems to be to take out Zadikio, which he's failing miserably at because my dice 
are uh, are are hating me at the moment. Do you have Mage Hand as a cantrip? Yeah, I do. Oh, there's your answer. Yeah, can I? Uh, is it like less than five pounds? Or well, bulk one is like bulk one. Yeah, I sure. Could, like, less use than five pounds. This is the bulk one. I could like use my Mage Hand to shove it down in there as far as possible. Okay, uh, sure, I'll uh, give me a spell yeah. attack roll. Okay. And we'll see if that seems to be helping any. Cool. You need plus a psychic. 17. That amped telekinesis to mm-hmm. jam that son of a bitch in there. Or well, plus 16 right now because I'm frightened one. <laughs> if you think I didn't hear, we should disarm him and think, well, it would be nice to have amped mage hand. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I played one of those uh, in our li- uh, living campaign. It's great. I'm having a good time with it. So, there. Um, so that I pretend going he's a Jedi. To <laughs> be throwing battle droids around everywhere. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Uh, you feel like you know you've got you got it stuck and wedged down in the bottom of the Ford. You know, it kind of it's almost conical. Yeah. Um, it, as it slopes down in, you're trying to wedge it down in the bottom. And you feel like you've yeah. got it wedged in there I, pretty good. I still want it to get like hot and melt. Well, yeah. It, I mean, it's in the coals. Time for cool. the fireball now in there. <laughs> Actually, Mage Hand probably kicks two for casting, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're up. Yeah. So I believe, is that your three actions then? Or do you no, just do Mage Hand? No, already back there. Oh, that's right. Didn't so you, you have to toss it in, though? No, she had to toss it in and then use Mage Hand. Oh, yeah. It was an action to throw it in there. Yeah. All, All right, right, done. Zedekiel! Hey! All right. I'm going to continue to uh, taunt him a little bit. Getting old, old man. You won't have the skill you used to have. Not quite as good. I'm not either. 26 misses, so uh, second attack. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's even less. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Never mind what I just said. Ray Shield, I'm done. All right, Constance. How close would you want me to be to toss the weapon into the forge? Uh, the further you are, the harder it's going to be. So I'm going to sit here and toss the hammer into the forge. Then I am going to intensify vulnerability against him with my weapon. Alrighty, Dr. Jack. It's forging time. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> it's my favorite my favorite movie, Forgius. Oh god. Nat 20. Oh, there you go. Oh. So you you like yeah, it's definitely ready. Like as a matter of fact. You were probably going to need all your actions for it, but I'm going to allow that. You can, you're done in one action, so you have two actions left. But it is just as hot as you need it and ready to forge into the weapon that you think it needs to be. Now we got to hit it against something. There's an anvil right the over here. Anvil. Yeah, there is, and there's also a guy standing next to it. Yeah, but he doesn't have a weapon for you to kill you with. And even if he did, no balls. I'm a big boy. Send me over there. Hey, all right. Grab that billet. Send me over there. Teleports. All right, so you start, you pick up one of the, the forge hammers there and mm-hmm. start smacking away at it. Dr. Jack puts down the billet, starts hammering on the, the billet. And while he's doing that, he's thinking about his opponent who is sitting like maybe inches away <laughs> from him and just studying this and thinking to himself about what this opponent is doing, how he is moving, how he attacks, how he guards himself, thinking about every way that this guy is moving. And with each clank, with the very first clank as that hammer comes smashing down, it almost sends a shockwave through the room. It's not just loud. You guys can feel the thud of the hammer and it just grows with each blow as it falls 
and the weapon begins to take shape. But unfortunately, it's his turn. Come at me, big man. So he's got a decision to make. But the first part of the decision is easy. Let's hit Zadikio some more. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, that's a lot better. That's a 35 to hit you. You got me. You gonna block it? Uh, you know, I keep forgetting I have a shield. <laughs> it's only... Yeah, why not? It's only 10 damage. Well, that blocks all of it. All the damage blocked? Does that still make a hit? It still counts as a hit. But it, it's an on-hit effect, not an on-damage effect. Mm-hmm. He's going to swing at you a second yeah. mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you? Oh, he's going to miss. 24 again? Uh, no, that's uh, 21. Mm-hmm. It's the lowest I can... I, well, not the lowest I can get, but just about. Um, but then with the third action, he kind of looks around, surveys the room, and that dagger that he has in his hand, he just drops. And he puts his hand up again and calls a weapon out of the forge. So would that be a concentrate or manipulate action? Um, you know, I didn't specifically put any of those down, but I'm going to say that, yeah, probably should be. Then I'm going to use Implements Interruption. Okay. What does that do? It's essentially an attack of opportunity, but if I get a critical success, then it interrupts the action. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's a pretty good roll. And I have flanking on him right now, correct? Uh, that's you there? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I guess you would. All right, so that is going to be a 39 to hit. 39 is indeed a crit. All right. Hey, let's go! So he puts up his hand and starts to call the weapon, and you guys can see it over in the coals where it starts to, like, you know, move forward. It's like the lightsaber budging, you know, kind of moment where he gets there. But you reach out with your weapon, and he gives you a funny look like, you know, that can't hurt me. And then he realizes at the last second that you weren't trying to hurt him. That you were just trying to break his concentration. So it does snap momentarily as he looks back and again tries to call the weapon. But he's got to do that on his next turn because he's out of actions. So, nice. Well done. There we I go. Said, Dr. Tindleton's TA. I'm kind of tempted to use my mage hand and grab my knife because he dropped it on the ground and do the same thing sure and push it as far down as I can um yeah I'm gonna say for like one mage hand you can get it up and into the coal <coughs> take you another one to really try to wedge it down in there okay so you can do one and that still leaves you with an action okay yeah so I'll so you may change the dagger into the coals yeah. and what do you do with your third action oh you could go work the bellows some and keep the Yeah, I'll work the bellows some so we can keep the coals going to try to uh, melt these The faster. weapons back? Okay. Yeah. Alright, Zadikio, what you got? Getting weak, old man. It's time to let it down. Time to lay it down. Put those weapons on the ground. 30. 30's a hit. Um, I guess I just it's not a crit, so I don't have the option of taking an action away. Right. So just do standard damage. Uh, actually, not a terrible damage roll, though. That's pretty sweet. Uh, so it looks like um, 13, uh, excuse me, 13 points of damage. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's a uh, incorrect. Uh, that should be, uh, sorry, 17 points of damage. All the weird things going on, he's been very distracted. But this is something that he knows. This is something he's familiar with. So at the last moment, somehow he impossibly seems to block that attack. Mm-hmm. Keep it from, from having any effect whatsoever. The skilled warrior that he is. Irritating. Miss on that second. 
uh, skilled warrior uh, jerk. Uh, and then raise shield for the third. Keep it coming at me. All right. All right. So I am going to once again intensify vulnerability on him with the weapon. Okay. Then I'm going to attempt an instructive strike with a 33 to hit. 33 hits. Okay. Obviously. Right. No damage. But. And then with my final action, I am actually going to go ahead and step back. Okay. And then we go to Dr. Jack, who's forging the weapon. Yeah. Give me one more crafting check to see if you can get it done. Do it. You're the best. That's not a very high roll, but... So it's only a 19. Describe for me the weapon you are making. I think that I am making a brawling weapon in a sense it is designed to be a fist based weapon something along like kind of like kind of like a this kind of like brass knuckle in general as just based off the way that this guy fights he does so much reposting and parrying and he's so defensive that the best thing that we've seen so far is to catch him off guard to break his guard as well is to stun him and to shove him and to get in so close that he can't parry it so that's why these a fist type weapon like that would work the best against that style i'm reminded of uh, in 7c the rpg uh the eisen the, the equivalent of the germans have a panzer hand mm-hmm. so it's a, a gauntlet and they use it to grab people's swords as they're trying to attack them and then break them later on if they're good enough to be able to do that that sort of thing weapon breaker so you're trying to forge this weapon, but unfortunately there's a lot of distraction going on around. So you're not making every hammer hit count quite as much as you could. Because you rolled a little bit low there. But it is enough for him to recognize what you're doing. So surprisingly, he takes a thematic step back, not an actual step, and says, Halt. I'll bargain with you. Clink. Clink. You listen to what he has to say, at least. Well, he can it, talk. Yep. <laughs> I'm not stopping him. (laughs) It seems I have underestimated the four of you. You are worthy opponents. But the one in the next room is a danger. I will open the door and allow you to leave if you stop forging that hammer. And I'll show you a weapon you should take with you. You just have to get out. How is the one in the next room a danger? Well, she's the most dangerous of all, but that's not the one I speak. There is one in this place whose weapon I have. I will give it to you and it'll be most effective against her. Are are we able to take your weapons out of out of here? You will be able to. The, we, These are not mine. These are hers. Hmm. So you were the one in real life who took her out? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the microphone, sir, please. Mm-hmm. There on, my, are, on my collar. There, there are many souls who have been through this place that I sent there inadvertently. Inadvertently. Oh, you accidentally butchered? You accidentally Oops. Know, ran them through with weapons? Oops, gosh, guard. They just slipped and fell straight onto my knife. Four over times. Over, 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 <laughs> repeatedly, yeah. I did not kill them all. I only said I defeated them. Hmm. Where they went after, I did not know until it was too late. <clears throat> and here I find myself in the same prison I sent them. 
Do we trust them? I did it for the one I loved at the time. What was her name? She went by many names, but it's one you've already met. Hmm. She created this place. Wait, she had you seek out powerful souls that she could then trap in this place. Is that it? I learned of my sins too late, and I've paid for them for a long time, but I've made you a bargain. I Will know, you accept it? I want to know more about your story. It's your call, Jack, but I would say we take it. I, I honestly think this is, this is going to be our best deal. He does seem to look genuinely concerned about the weapon that you're forging as you continue to clank, clank away. Our goal is just out that door. We're not here to fix the problems. We're on a clock here. Yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for you guys to think it through. You guys tell me whatever we want, and I'm good to go. Except. I mean, if we, I, I say we accept, accept the deal. Okay. Take the weapon. Okay, yeah, yeah, which weapon is it? He points over, uh, actually not far from the door, at a, a set of weapons. And you realize it's not a weapon, it's a set. But they are, they're butcher's weapons. It's knives and, you know, a, a cleaver. Uh, these are, these are designed to, to you fork. know. Yeah, you know, the, they're, they got the little skinning blades. It's a set of, of butcher's weapons and knives, the boning knives and the, the, the fillet knives. It's a whole set there. He says, those are the weapons you seek. And as he says that, you realize the doors kind of click half open. You realize you, you could push them open. And he's staring at Dr. Jack like, you know, you stop. So you set the the hammer down, and he kind of steps back as in you know a gesture of, you know, no longer fighting, and says, "Again, you are worthy opponents, but I hope we never see each other again." I hope the exact opposite. I I don't hope for that. I hope I never have to see you again. Okay, thank you. And and paths not cross. Think a rematch is justified. Okay, stop talking. Okay. Not, not <laughs> immediately. stop. Please stop. <laughs> and with that, you guys make your way through the door that says respite. We collect the weapons. You grab the weapons on your way through, and you guys head through the door, and what you find there, we're going to find out on the next episode of the Adventures of All Podcast. Shout out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit the Adventurer's Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurer's Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop, LLC. Now go quick, listen to more before I hunt you down.